Mecca, man. Thank you so much for joining us in the sports editor. Really good to have you on the show. All the way there from the land of the rising sun, I believe they call it, Japan. So it's really good to, to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, no, thanks so much. Mecca, man. First question, uh, you attended Queen's College and, and you played representative rugby at all the age groups. Did you feel that was sort of necessary for you to get to where you are now in your rugby career? Yeah, I think obviously this Queen's um, provided me with uh, um, an awesome okay, school schoolboy career, uh, put in all the little blocks to achieve um, the bigger things at the bigger stages. So I think it was really good for me. I don't think um, province and all that means so much after school. I reckon there's lots of boys that have um, gone on playing um, Craven Week or SA schools. So I think if you can do really well at school, it opens up heaps amounts of doors for you after school. Um, but obviously, if you can play representative um, rugby for your province or whatever, then obviously it does make it a bit easier. So mm -hmm. I don't think it's like the end of the road if you don't make those sides. There's always an opportunity after school. Um, and that's yeah, because I was fortunate to play my grade 11 year and then my matric year, uh, myself and JP never got selected for Craven Week. And honestly, we thought it was the end of the world, but <laughs> obviously everything, everything works out um, for yeah. a reason and everything happens for a reason. And yeah, that's why I can testify that um, Craven Week and SA Schools is obviously not the, the main thing. Um, but yeah, it's what, what you do with the next opportunity you get after school. Absolutely. Fully agree with you. And talking about that, you did jolly well because just after school, you signed through the, the Blue Bulls and you played for the under-21s. And I think you made a jolly good impression there because I think you part of the team that, that won 143-0 against Border. Um, <laughs> so you obviously were instrumental at scoring points. Um, did you feel that, you know, whenever you played there, that you were sort of part of the ability to turn the game your way? Um, I, would, I would not say that. Um, I reckon, obviously, rugby is a team sport, so... Mm -hmm. Every individual in the team um, has to do their own job pretty well in order for the team to succeed. Um, so I think it's obviously always a team team effort. And without the forwards, the backs won't, won't be able to operate. And without the backs, the forwards won't be able to operate. So it's a team team thing. So I wouldn't I wouldn't call it that um, that I would make a difference. But yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say um, if the guys can gel well in the team and the team culture is good, then that will go a long way on and off the field. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And because you also, not too long after that, you made your, your debut for the Blue Bull Senior Start in, in 2014. Um, was it a case where, you know, even though there were more sort of senior players ahead of you at that time, um, there was still a chance for you to make an impression in the team? Yeah, look, it caught me by surprise. Um, I wasn't expecting it at, on, at all. Um, and to be fair, I probably had one of my worst games that I've ever played. Um, <laughs> it was against Province, I remember it pretty well. Um, had a kick in front of the poles and completely shamed that the nerves got the better of me. Um, and yeah, that was a good learning experience for me. It was hard to deal with pressure and all that. And um, yeah, after that, it was difficult to make the side again. But luckily, a couple of years later on, I got, a, got another opportunity. And luckily, that's when things kicked off for me. So yeah. It was a good learning experience for me. Absolutely. Well, you must have impressed the guys at the Storms because you obviously went to go to play for them. And, and in your first season, you know, you scored you know, 71 points in 13 games. 
were you were you sort of happy with your first season at Province? Yeah, look, it's always it's always difficult going out of your comfort zone and leaving um, a province that you've been with for quite some time. So I was really grateful for the opportunity that the Stormers or and Western Province gave me. Um, I learned a lot there. Um, totally different, how can I say, mentality. Um, and nothing compared to the Bulls. It's more running rugby, um, throwing the ball around with the Bulls. Well, back then, it was a lot of kicking and stuff. So it was something totally different for me. Um, and yeah, I learned, learned so much. Um, I think they brought things to my game that um, helped me a lot as a player and really made me go forward. So yeah, I was very grateful for the opportunity and really enjoyed it, learned so much. Um, and yeah, I think it was good. I was, it was a good thing for my rugby career to, to move down to Cape Town. But I just want to take it one step back because I just think, you know, you, you gave a little bit of a comparison between the Blue Bulls and Western Province. Do the Blue Bulls play with quite an, like an intensity? Like they there to prove a point. We are going to make our mark on you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it basically comes down to they physically want to impose themselves on you. Mm. So, yeah, it's, they bring a big presence um, because they've always got big forwards. So um, that's quite a big thing when you get physically dominated. Um, that's a big psychological win on the day. So, yeah, that's what they do. And they do it really well. And I think... They've also changed their style of play. Um, I think all the South African sides have done that. Everyone's more into a running game at the moment and obviously kicking when necessary and when needed. Um, so I think lots of the teams are getting that balance right of when to attack and when to kick. So, yeah, I think um, the teams are doing really well um, adapting to different circumstances. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how, how Province handled because, like you said, you know, obviously the running rugby has been their, their, their thing. And I think it's going to be, they're under a good pressure at the moment. Um, a lot of players have left, but in the same breath, I still think that they're backing themselves to do well in the Super Rugby this season. So it's going to be really interesting to see what, what happens there. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. There's a, couple, there's a couple of boys that have left, um, mm -hmm. but I think they've got good, good depth at the moment. Um, they've showed it in a couple of games that they've played so far. Um, it's a very young squad. I think it's good for Western Province, uh, getting the young blood through and giving youngsters opportunities at an early stage is really good. Giving them experience and making them grow, that's only going to be good for their careers going forward. So uh, I think it's a good thing for Western Province to get some young blood um, into the system. Absolutely, absolutely. Because talking about you know, the following season at, at Western Province, you scored, I think it was about 111 points in 20 games. Um, is progress seems to be the thing that follows you. You know, you just seem to be getting better and better and better and better. Would you agree with that? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. Obviously, you try to work on your game as much as possible. Yeah. And I think the nice thing at Province, um, they, they gave you the freedom to express yourself. Um, there wasn't really much pressure to, that you had to do certain things at certain times. So, it was good. You could play what you see in front of you, um, which makes it a lot, lot easier. I mean, that's that's all reason why you play the game is to enjoy it and just express yourself. And I think um, Robbie Flick, uh, Dobbo, Darby Snamer, Norman, all those guys gave you the freedom to express yourself, whether it was on defence or attack. Um, so it was real good for the guys at Province because they they weren't scared to try things. And I think that's that's a big thing in rugby. Um, you need to be able to express yourself and just enjoy it at the end of the day. Otherwise, there's no point in doing it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because you know, I remember you know a few years back, I was actually watching Province play. I can't remember who was playing, and I saw a standard ten run on the field, and I said to my mate, 
this hike is good. This number 10 is jolly good. <laughs> um, but who sort of inspired you to be the player that you are now? Or who inspired you to pick up rugby and really follow it through and make a, a career out of it? Obviously, when I was little, I obviously looked up to Dan Carter and Johnny Wilkinson, Matt Gitto. Um, obviously, those guys were unreal. And just the things that they were able to do on the field and just how they orchestrated a game, controlling a game, and how they got the team together to go forward and you know, just to run the show. And I think um, if you watch those guys, um, it gives you a massive idea of how it should be done. Um, so, yeah, that's... That, basically motivated me um, just to try to do similar things and just start to go out and express myself and enjoy myself. Um, so I think that's, that's a big thing for 10 is just to, to control everything and mm. you're basically the general on the field. So if you can do that, your team will do pretty well, I reckon. Yeah. I'm glad you call yourself a general. I can definitely see the resemblance there. It's all good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's times at the moment. Yeah, 100% correct. It's just that I find it amazing how the game, and I think it's a good thing, uh, so dependent upon number 10. And it's just so good, like you mentioned, Dan Carter and Johnny Wilkinson. There's so many good 10s of this world, and even obviously Africa's Henry Pollard. Um, very, very good. But I want to turn attention to where you currently are. Um, Japan came knocking, and, and you've answered. Um, and how are you finding the rugby in Japan? No, it's, it's very different compared to back home. Um, it's very fast-paced. Um, the guys train unbelievably hard. They've got a massive work ethic. I've never seen something like that. They're unbelievable workers. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's something different. Like, um, if I had to say, it's probably up there with Super Rugby. Um, just the way they go about their business and just the yeah. way the game's being played this side, it's, there's not much, not much kicking. Um, the ball doesn't get kicked out. It's just all in play is a big thing for them. So yeah, you need to be pretty fit if you want to fit into this environment. And yeah, it's it's an awesome experience so far. I've learned so much. Um, just hard to get your body fit and mentally in a good state to be able to keep up with the pace. So yeah, it's really good. Really, really enjoying it. We chatted more about the league just now, but I just want to ask specifically about the country, you know, and you look at it, I think it was in the 1995 World Cup when New Zealand played against Japan and put like 100 points on them, absolutely demolished them. Japan's now in, I think, the top 10. They're in the top tier of international rugby. How on earth have they got, well, in your opinion, how have they been so successful to achieve that? You mentioned that they work hard, which I definitely agree with you. Those people are amazing. They're so dedicated to what they do every day. Is that one of the many factors that has contributed to them being a, I would say, a, a dominant force in rugby now? No, 100%. I think um, they obviously went and looked at their structures, and I think they got certain peoples and people in certain positions um, that knew how to do a job. And obviously, they got it right with a international setup and I think they started putting things in place at club or top league level um, with coaches and even getting some foreign players in to help and obviously join in on the top league and I think that's helped them a massive amount because um, you can clearly see it in the, the way they play and the way they went about it in the World Cup they were unbelievable yeah. um, so I reckon they've got good things um, that's being put in place and I reckon they're just definitely going to go better and better as, as the years come because they really want to 
become a dominant force in, in world rugby. And I reckon they, they're on the right path of doing that. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if they join into a competition with like New Zealand or Australia and maybe even like Fiji. That'll strengthen them even more. You know, some Apparently, they are talking about stuff like that. Um, no one really knows yet if it will happen. But yeah, that would be, I reckon that'd be very good for Japanese rugby. Um, the thing, the top league's an awesome competition, but if they can do something like that alongside top league, that would be awesome for them. They can only benefit from it. Yeah, absolutely. Because it looks like Super Rugby, this is the last season of Super Rugby. And obviously, the South Africans are going to go to play in, in England and Scotland, wherever it may be. But then again, that's a perfect opportunity for them to join in and play. To join, yes. Just imagine them playing against like the likes of the Crusaders. Um, <laughs> no, look, obviously, it's, <laughs> it'll be massive. It's, it's sad that Super Rugby... That Super Rugby is going. Um, yeah. I think Super Rugby is an awesome competition. Oh, um, just the way, exactly the way the game was played and how teams went about their stuff. It was unreal. It was an awesome competition to be part mm-hmm. of. But yeah, it's, it's strange times that um, they um, basically cancelling Super Rugby. Um, mm-hmm. I think it could benefit us to go to Pro 14. Um, so I think there's obviously there's opportunities everywhere so if they could get into the mix with some super rugby teams I reckon it can only benefit them absolutely absolutely I see this the rugby championship possibly staying you know that's a good South African New Zealand that's probably the biggest rivalry in the world you I don't think anyone will ever come near to that um sort of yeah, that stage but in terms of it'll be nice I think even for guys like you have run up against the Crusaders show them what you made of once you step past you know just your normal game just keep dominating yeah, no, that obviously that would be that would be awesome. Um, yeah. It doesn't get much better than, than playing against the Crusaders. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, you know, you've played a rugby game once you play those guys. Um, they yeah. they really know what they do, and they really know how to go about their business. So, yeah, it's it's not an easy game, but I reckon it'll be good if the Japanese um, guys can get into that and maybe get a feel for what Super Rugby teams are like, just to compare themselves and see where they're at. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it can only benefit them. I think, and, and so we're going to get back to your career now. So I just, I like talking about these things like this because I find it interesting. <laughs> I just think it's, it's no worries. like a, a crowd draw. I mean, just imagine the Sharks, for example, playing against um, Edinburgh or Glasgow Warriors. You know, it's something new. It's something people will be, ooh, this is interesting. Yeah, something different. And I think that's possibly the angle that they're looking at. However, in saying that, it's it's so nice, like you said, seeing those Australian sides, New Zealand sides, because the rugby is so good. And this is a different brand of rugby. It's different conditions, not like a lot of kicking. It's wet conditions. So anyway, uh, like you said, it benefits one way or the other. I just hope rugby doesn't lose its, its, its awesomeness, so to say. So, yeah. No, I reckon, no, I, I don't think that will ever happen. Um, yeah. I reckon there's always, there will always be a way where teams will find a way to play in a competition or whatever opportunity presents itself. But yeah, no, rugby will definitely not lose its, its value. So yeah, it'll just keep going. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, talking about going back to now Japan and playing in the league there, um, do you feel it's adding a dimension to your game that perhaps you wouldn't experience anywhere else? Uh, I would say so because the game's played at such a fast pace. So you basically need to work your butt off to get it to your position in time so that you can run the attack. <laughs> I reckon it's probably quicker than Super Rugby. It's unbelievably wow. quick. Um, it's very, very quick. So I, I think your running game picks up 
a massive amount here in Japan um, because it's just ball in play and it's one way, then the next way, then back and forth. It's, it's unbelievably quick. So your, your attacking game needs to be on point because um, if you make a mistake, you, you get punished. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think that it brings a different dimension to your attacking game. So, yeah, I reckon it's, it's very good um, in developing your, anyone's career, um, no matter if you're back or forward, with the intensity they play at. So, yeah, I think it's really good. It's awesome learning experience and an awesome experience to be part of. No, excellent. So, what is it like being a samurai? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't quite ready for that one. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. No, the, Go ahead, go ahead. No, it's like life in Japan is awesome. Um, mm. Like their culture and everything, the way they do things, um, the way they clean up the place, um, how safe it is, how dedicated they are, how hard they work. It's just, it's something unbelievable. You don't see that every day. Um, I almost fell on my back when I got you. I couldn't believe how they did things. Um, it's really unbelievable how they go about their business. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's an awesome country to come to um, and experience what their culture has to offer. So, yeah, I've really enjoyed it so far. So, yeah, so far, yeah. so happy. That's good. And I know you've been putting a lot of effort in, into your, your, your pre-season. Um, how is the up-season looking? Are you guys ready to get going? How many games are you asked yeah, to we've, play the season? Um, there's... Quite a couple. Um, I reckon it's it's almost like a Super Rugby. It's about 18 games, okay. somewhere around there. Um, and then there's probably about seven, six or seven warm-up games as well. Nice. So there's a fair fair amount of games to be played. And pre-season is pretty long. It's about a four-month pre-season. Um, the boys have been training super hard. We've been about into it for about a month um, now. So, yeah, boys are training super hard. Guys are running unbelievable times. So, yeah. Still a long way to go, but yeah, the boys are looking very, very fit. No, that's excellent. That, that's very good. And I'm sure it's, you know, I believe that hard work pays off. Um, and you've been putting, obviously, a lot of time and effort, like you mentioned, to your career. Um, and you, you mentioned that at Western Province, they let you play with a sense of freedom. Do you feel you get that same sort yes. of strength at your current club where you are? Or they just say, like, Josh, you do your thing as long as the ball's moving down the line. They're happy to give you a license to do what you feel is necessary at the moment. Yeah, look, it's a bit different. Um, obviously, the language barrier is pretty tough. Um, so it's hard to understand the boys around you. Um, so we do have lessons and stuff to get us up to scratch. Um, so you can at least speak a little bit and they can understand you vice versa. Um, so yeah, it's, <laughs> um, I wouldn't say they don't give you the freedom, but obviously you, you have a certain responsibility to mm. be able to, to communicate to them. So it makes it a bit harder um, because you might see a thing a certain way and then they might see it in another way. Um, but I reckon they've got a good balance um, in terms of how you can play and what they want you to do. And they give you a pretty clear understanding of what they expect of you. So yeah, it's, it's very professional. Um, I must say the way they do things. So yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a good environment to be in and yeah, I'm enjoying and loving every moment of it. Well, you know, if there's ever a misunderstanding, I'm sure you could offer sushi as a peace offering. <laughs> yeah, look, the sushi is pretty good, yeah, but I reckon I reckon we make it better back. Oh, really? Quite honest. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I think 
I think we take things to a whole different level back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, we do. We do, definitely. Our food's proper here. Um, but do you, do, you, do you do a bit of fishing? you get time to do a bit of fishing yourself? Yeah, not, not yet. Um, I mean, uh, obviously, we were here for a couple of months and then we had to head back to South Africa. So we haven't had much time to, to get into things like that. But some of the New Zealand boys are very keen to, to maybe go look for some fishing spots and maybe try out what they're fishing is like here in Japan. I think that would be an awesome experience. So, yeah, we're definitely planning and looking for places where we can go and maybe just get away from the rugby bit and do some fishing. No, excellent. I see a South Africans also joined South, uh, Japan there for a while, Makazola Mpipi. Um, yes. But I can't remember what club he's going to, but he's, he's not going to, he's not in the same club as you. He's in a different one. No, 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 he's not. No, he's in a different one. But I think he might only come, yeah, I think he's only coming a bit later. Um, I'm not sure what his contract looks like, how oh, his stuff works, but yeah. yeah. Must be hectic to do back to back seasons. Chad Jarai Kinkowski as well, he did it. It must take some toll on, on your body. So it's, it's good to do, like you're saying, go ahead and have a bit of a fishing meal, throw in a bit of a brow once in a while. I hope you're still getting time to have a brow once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, look, it's a bit different. Yeah, we we brown gas and stuff, so it's uh, not okay. quite the same as back home. Um, but yeah, it's like I said, it's different, and you have to embrace it and make the most of it. And yeah, like the way they brown stuff, you become accustomed to it, so you start enjoying it. Um, so yeah, it's, like I said, their food and stuff, even their barbecues and stuff, like they call it, yeah, um, are unreal. Um, so yeah, I'm, like I said, really enjoying it. So it's good, good times. Then, how good are your karaoke skills? No, I think that's, just, that's pretty much not existent <laughs> All these different things that happen in Japan, so I thought I had to ask. No, that's, that's <laughs> non-existent, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> I'd rather stick to the drinking than do the karaoke. <laughs> All right, let's go back to rugby. Sorry, I just, I, I had to ask. Sorry. And obviously, you know, rugby culture is quite an important thing. It's, it's in, in a lot of South Africans when they're growing up at school, which had a bunch of school earlier. New Zealand got a strong rugby culture. Um, do you feel that that rugby culture is starting to become a bit more known in Japan? Are people starting to understand? Okay, rugby's actually this is a brilliant sport, and they're starting to appreciate oh, it. Look, yeah, like um, like I said, um, rugby's picked up so much here in Japan. Um, apparently, the year before I came. Um, there were not a lot of people supporting the rugby. And after the World Cup, it's chock and block every single game. There's about 15, 20,000, 30,000 people at every single game. And they, they try and make it like a double header. So they get four teams to come and play on, say, a Saturday. So people can see two different games. And I reckon that's good because that gets the crowds going and it gets the stadiums full. So... And yeah, they their supporters are unbelievable. Um, they really respect the game and they enjoy the game and they're very passionate about rugby. If if you go out with Santori on a um, day to go help, say a school or whatever, like they are so so grateful for it, and you can see the passion and excitement that comes to comes to mind when you rock up there and they can be a part of something with like a professional club that they absolutely love it. And yeah, like they've got unbelievable passion for for rugby um so yeah it's it's very good and it's definitely picking up every year so i reckon it's just going to get better and better as the years go on you know and, and just you, you saying that i always find it amazing you know you, you get people playing rugby at the step when you think wow these guys are the best ever 
in a few years down the line, it, the level goes that high and then that high and that high. And it just seems that's the trend Japan are almost aiming for, just to continue to get better and better and better. So I, I can't wait to see, you know, two, maybe two years down the line from now, what the kids are doing, because talking about no. using the time, you know, people have a lot of time to sit and look and analyze. And that's when these guys, I shouldn't say these guys, that's when the Japanese, you know, rugby people are going to really take advantage of that and get even better. I think it's scary. And I think no. you're in that position at the moment because you're going to be having experience that first time. So it's, it's good for you. I think it's, it's really going to elevate your career even more. But that's just my opinion. No, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. No, the, the structure that they've put in place mm. in the last couple of years, been, you can see it's working. I mean, yeah. um, you, don't, you don't just rock up to a World Cup and knock out some big teams. I mean, that doesn't just happen overnight. So they've obviously been planning and working and putting things in place in order for that to happen. And I reckon they'll just go from strength to strength. Mm. Um, obviously, um, they haven't been well known in world rugby, but I reckon in the years to come, they're going to oh, yes. be a tough side to beat. Oh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Talking about tough, tough people to beat, tough sides to beat, I believe your younger brother gives you a hard time when it comes to backyard cricket. Yeah, look, he's, <laughs> a, he's a pretty good cricket player. <laughs> I must say, we had a lot of fights in the backyard about who won the game. Um, but yeah, no, he, he was a very, very good cricket player. Um, yeah, <laughs> he gave me a hard time, even though he was younger than me. Yeah, and he used to throw the cricket bat at you, I believe, especially when you, you bowled bounces at him and you used to hit him and he lost his. Yeah, look, he wasn't, he's very short tempered, so it was pretty tough. <laughs> well, I hope he didn't chase you to Japan, and that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 luckily not. Uh, good stuff, good stuff. Well, yeah, Josh, it's been, it's been really nice to chat to you. It's always nice to get a perspective of, of guys who've played rugby in South Africa and gone overseas, like to Japan and experience it there. Because I think it just it adds a whole new dynamic to your skills. And I just think the game of rugby as well, it's always nice to mix in a bit and you bring value and they add value to you. So really excited to see where your career goes from here, my man. Really exciting. No, yeah, thanks so much for the opportunity to chat to you. Yeah, it was real good. Thanks so much. Yeah, sorry, I, I did jump around a bit today, but I just, as questions came to my mind, I thought I had to ask. No, no, no worries. It's, <laughs> it's good to, to get a freestyle thing like that going. Otherwise, it's too serious. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Okay. No, I'm Okay. All the best. Okay. Cheers. Keep on, eh? Thanks so much. Cheers. Cheers, bye. bye.